feel better with me, Ruth Kutzee. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're going to be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kutzee, a Master Certified Coach, best-selling author and coach trainer and I'm delighted to have you here. do we make our goals stick? This is all about sticky goals, actually creating things that make a difference and that mean that we achieve. We're in the beginning part of the year and it's so easy to set really good intentions at the beginning of the year, isn't it? To set our New Year's resolutions and to be like, okay, that's it. We're going to be successful. And then maybe we tail off. Maybe we don't actually achieve those things that we want to achieve. And we're starting to feel like, oh, was it even worth it? So if any of that resonates, or if you just want goals that stick a little bit better, this is for you. So first of all, before we even set our goals, we need to make sure that they're connected to us. I always call you know, goal setting. We can go into this kind of me too. Oh, I've seen somebody else wants to have a new house this year, me too, or a promotion, me too, or X amount of my business, me too. And we can get into this mindset that we need to want the same things as other people. And I suppose it's a keeping up with the Joneses effect, isn't it? That saying was very prominent when I was growing up. But in reality, the goal needs to have meaning. There needs to be something that really makes you feel that this is something that you want to achieve and that it's going to create some kind of difference for you. Now, going even deeper, I think often a goal is about money. People want to have more money. People want to feel safe and secure, but it's not the money. It's what the money gives you. So if we are not feeling that our basic needs are met, if we're not feeling safe and secure, if we're maybe worried about our mortgage payments or our rent payments or you know, being able to afford all of the basics, then we're really driven by this thing called drive motivation. Lots of driven there. So basically, our sole motivation is to meet those basic needs. You hear this and you think, oh, okay. But actually, because the fact that our basic needs are not met can activate our nervous system, we might go into fight, hustle, hustle hard. We might go into flight, freeze, or fall. So yes, for some people, on a goal theory, it works to set a goal to get your basic needs met. And then even if you are in a stress response, you meet those goals because you hustle. You do everything you can. You throw the kitchen sink at them. But there's a percentage of people who don't meet those goals, not because they don't want to, but because their nervous system has meant that they've either frozen or they've taken a step back. So if I'm speaking to you and you're really feeling in a situation where you're unsure about your basic needs, where maybe you've got concerns, I would say get support on this first. It's very, very difficult for us to 
think bigger and to have bigger goals if we've got that energetic, cognitive and emotional space where we're just looking at those basic needs being met. So that doesn't mean that you can't achieve more. For some people, we know that this drives them to achieve more. It doesn't work for everyone. It's why online, when you hear people saying, just quit your job, the net will come. If you're a hustler, yeah, that could work. But for some people, that is so overwhelming to their nervous system that actually they find it really difficult to do anything. So I guess that kind of leads into understanding yourself and your stress response. And equally, hustling can be great short term. I'm definitely not one of those people who says, don't need to work hard. Yeah, we just need to sit here and manifest. I believe that we need to do the work and the work is action and the work is on us as well. So working hard, but maybe not hustling hard, maybe not working all the hours, thinking of some kind of balance or some kind of plan. So first of all, goals may not work when we're in that kind of stress drive motivation response for all of us. Second of all, a goal loves meaning. We're attaching to it. What is it going to give us? What's going to be different for us if we achieve that goal? And in reality, how important is that to us? Is it more important than other things? If we look at the economic theory of opportunity cost, the cost of the next best alternative, for us to pursue one goal, we will most likely be giving up another goal. So we need to get that balance. Which of these is the most important to us right now and why? What does it give us? And so really getting clear, this is what's important to me. This is why. This is what success is going to look like. This is what I need. And then who do you need to be? So again, our brain loves congruence. If we, for example, had a goal to be healthy, and for us being healthy would mean running every day. If we don't see ourselves as somebody who is a runner and healthy, there's going to be this internal battle. You're wanting to do this behavior, but the behavior doesn't match the identity of of the person. The behavior doesn't match what, what you believe to be true. So before you change the behavior, think about the identity that you want to step into. Think about you as a person. Okay, how do I need to be? Who do I want to become? And then, okay, so if I am a healthy person, what are those behaviors that I do? Great. Now we can work with this. Now we can break it down. So the identity of being that person that has achieved the goal or is on the journey to achieving the goal can be really helpful for our brains in helping us get that. I know when I was growing my business really quite rapidly, I would always think about, okay, what would this version of me do? How would they be feeling? How would they be reacting? And it really helped me come back to what I needed to do. So how else do we make our goals stick? Well, we make them a priority. So we give them time and space. 
We break them down into smaller chunks. We measure, we evaluate, and then we go again. Lots of people are great at setting goals, but what's my progress towards? And also, what can I celebrate that I've progressed towards? What can I celebrate that I'm on the way to doing? I always think, and this is the difference between performance and mastery goals. So performance goals, you've either achieved it or you haven't. Some people love that. Some people find it demotivating because they just say, okay, well, I'm just not there. But they might be 80% that. When we're thinking about mastery, how am I working towards being able to be really accomplished with this thing. Maybe I'm mastering, I'm a master certified coach, although I don't think I'm a master coach. I don't think I'm there. I think I'm on the path to mastery. I'm becoming. So how are you becoming this version of you that achieves the goal? Where are you in relation to the goal? How are you celebrating those small wins? The brain loves the celebration. Releases dopamine, the pleasure hormone. The more that our brain associates pleasure with us doing something, the more likely it is to repeat it because we work on anticipated pleasure. That's going to feel good. Let's do more of that. So creating goals where we are measuring our progress, not so much our achievement, our progress. What are we doing? What are we learning? How are we getting there? and checking in with yourself every single week. You know, really keeping yourself accountable. As big businesses do, they set a goal, don't they? They set a goal for their profit. They set a goal for their revenue and they track. And I think that we can do that in our personal lives as well. Okay, where are we? There's actually evidence I was reading. I um, signed up for the Loom app. I actually stopped doing it, but they were saying that if you weigh yourself every day, you're more likely to lose weight. And I thought that's really interesting because actually what you're doing is you're monitoring your progress. And the more that we monitor, the more that we're able to then go, okay, what could be the things that are contributing to this? What are those things that I might look at now? Where might I change my energy or my focus? So goals work when we monitor them when they mean something to us, when we have the resources in order to achieve them, when we feel like we have an identity that is congruent with that goal, and when we measure the progress and celebrate. So I'd love to know what your big goals are for 2023. Please feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram and share that with me. Until next time. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kudsey and drop me a message. I would be delighted to talk to you. Take care.